I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. <laughs> I'm switching up on you tonight, huh? I'm just excited to be here. So I'm, I'm all off now. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, and Doctor's here. Did you know that? I don't know if you noticed that, too. He's here. Right here, boys. <laughs> hey, we're friends who love good beer and telling stories. So we turned it into a podcast. And hey, let me be the first one to wish you guys a happy World Hippo Day today. World Hippo. Yeah. We had we had serious hippo information yeah, drop yeah. a couple of weeks ago. And, and interesting enough, I know I think yesterday was Valentine's Day. Um, today is also Single Awareness Day. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't know interesting that where that lands. Yeah, I don't know. But that's happy single awareness day for those that are for those that celebrate. If you're single, you're aware. <laughs> there you go. So whenever you're supposed to be aware of other people that are single, fair. so you can find each other. Fair. Okay. All right. I do think that's interesting. Yeah. Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night. Lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, California. Beer Mecca within a beer mecca. Please pour yourself a beer. Pull up a bar stool and join us. Hey, doctor coming to you from my bidet. And I was thinking, I'd really like a nice cold beer. So can you all buy me a beer, please? Not a coffee. Go to ilikebeerthepodcast.com, click on buy me a coffee, and buy me a beer. That's buy me a coffee. Click on the link in the website, ilikebeerthepodcast.com. Our online store's there. Sign up for the newsletter and check out the gallery. See where we've been, what we've been drinking, ilikebeerthepodcast.com. Special guest in studio today. One of our original, I call it a founding listener. Founding listener, yeah, that's good. <laughs> founding listener, beer lover, friend, all around good guy, Rod Livingstone's in the studio. Hi, Rod. Hi, Rod. <laughs> yeah, Rod, Glad welcome to, be to the here. show. Yeah. yeah, honored to be here. Thank you. Now that Rod's here, we can start drinking. <laughs> what are we drinking? He knows how the show goes. He knew you were asking yeah. that. <laughs> well, I came prepared, and I wanting to be a good guest. I always think about okay, what I know my hosts are going to like as well. And it's stuff that I like. Um, and I feel like both of the beers also tell my story a little bit, too. Nice. Um, originally, I was hoping to bring in some beer from my hometown, uh, Fresno. So I called up Tioga Sequoia um, because they go back to my old original beer, you know, my college days, um, when it used to be Butterfield's Brewery. And couldn't get any because they just don't distribute we'll anywhere. Have to come back. Yeah. We'll have to come back. You know, I'll have to bring some back too. Right. Of course. Um, but then well, I thought. invited back and tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought instead I'd grab a couple local beers that instead kind of tell my story here. And also um, because it dawned on me as I was buying one of them that I've now lived in San Diego County longer than I lived in my hometown of Fresno. Yeah. So is it really your hometown anymore? I know. It's kind of your hometown now. Well, and hence my two beers that I brought. Um, Because this year I realized it kind of, uh, the odometer on my my teaching years clicked over to 24. And I was 24 when I left Fresno and moved down here uh, to Carlsbad. And I've been teaching. Wait, you must teach math, all these numbers. You you would think, (laughs) huh? (laughs) Um, but no, no, I don't teach math. Well, yeah, and for start good reason. Yeah. We gotta start drinking. Yeah, let's pour. Let's pour. Talking math. It's, yeah, let's, let's start drinking. <laughs> that's let's, it. Let's pour one. Yeah. Well, the first one I brought was Carlsbad Crush. I yes. knew oh, we love you. this was going to be a house you. favorite. And uh, just 
having been in Carlsbad now for longer than I've been in Fresno, and it's one of the only beers out there that has Carlsbad in its name. Well, let's so I had it. to go with that. Open it up. Yeah. My no, number three favorite beer. Yes. You're even wearing the sweatshirt today. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Look, at Look at that. Representing version. <laughs> Love them. Speaking of version, that, that you wrote a great article. I know it's been out for oh, a while. Nice. Thank, thank you very much. On their sixth anniversary, well yeah. All that was thanks to Julie introduced me to the, the gentleman on my way out on that rainy day yeah, at their yeah. anniversary party who had his dog shivering in the rain. And he said, I'm glad it's raining. That makes it a story. And that, yeah, that's it good. all came from that. But luckily, ran into him right at the end. Gary Cole was his name. And the dog was Jackie Boy. Hey, cheers. <laughs> cheers. And welcome. Cheers. Cheers. Good to have you, Rod. Yep. Top three beers. Yeah, it's always good. <laughs> I don't know how much we have to get into what Carlsbad Crush tastes like. If you live in San Diego County, find it, drink it, you'll love it. <laughs> um, hey, it's time to get to know Rod a little better now that we got a beer in hand. Uh, Rod, first beers you remember having that got you interested in craft beer? Well, as I mentioned, it was... Uh, Believe it or not, in my hometown of Fresno, we had a little craft brewery called Butterfields. And uh, that was the place to go for good, I mean, just for any decent beer. I mean, because when you're in Fresno, pretty much growing up with my friends, it was MGD, Mickey's Big Mouth, you know, just whatever worked at the time. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Butterfields was kind of one of the first places where, kind of like how you guys mentioned, I tasted it and it's like, Oh, that's what it's supposed that to taste like. Right, yeah. um, they had a golden ale and a red ale that was just phenomenal. Nice. Uh, and then uh, I think after I moved in 95, they, they closed and that kind of broke my heart a little mm -hmm. bit. But then I heard they've reopened. And so, yeah, now there's a whole beer scene in Fresno that. So yeah, next time we're on a wedding Yosemite, we'll stop in yeah. Fresno. There you go. That's the place. You got you to get the times just right because I've tried that twice, but. You got to check when they're open. Yeah. Yes. Otherwise you stand outside the door saying, let me yeah. in. And, and they wave, say, we're not open. Yeah. And you don't want to do that in downtown Fresno for very long. <laughs> Trust me. So that was, so that was your, your intro to beer then. Uh, yeah. The main intro yeah. into to craft to beer. good beer. Mm -hmm. Before that, you're drinking the, the typical, MGD, whatever, whatever's cheapest. Yeah. Whatever was right. cheapest right. or, you know, whatever friends were bringing at the you party. Picky. Yeah. <laughs> In Fresno, you learn not to be picky. <laughs> you get what you get. You don't throw a fit. Exactly. All right. So, Rod, in your mind, what would be a perfect beer drinking scenario? So where would you be drinking this and what kind of beer would you be drinking? Right now. Besides here. This yeah. Is I mean, this is, yeah. this is a great I scenario. Mean, uh, wow. Well, when I think back, um, was like I said, I always go back to when I think about the the Butterfields days. Um, the best moment, I think my best beer drinking moment with that Butterfields beer was I had a university professor, uh, Dr. Clifton, who, and I blame him. He's the reason why I am who I am today in the classroom. Must be a good guy. Yeah. Well, he was a, a phenomenal teacher. And it was his last year, his tenure was up. There was, you know, supposedly they weren't going to rehire him. And we all loved, he was one of those professors that had like a little, cadre that followed him he had a restored victorian home that he lived in down the tower district gorgeous home and he was going to have a party since he said okay since they're not going to renew my contract the few students who you know took classes from him we all knew him he was going to have a little house party 
just for us at his house. And he said, I'm going to have a keg of Butterfields there. Nice. (laughs) And so hanging out on the back porch, talking to Dr. Clifton, that was kind of when beer and academia Mm -hmm. like crossed paths and this can actually be cool. Yeah. (laughs) That's an aha moment. That's why we we claim to be an educational podcast. It's moments like that and and memories like that. Well, cheers to Dr. Clifton and drinking on the stoop. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds like something you see in the movies. It does sound, it it sounds like the premise of a film. Yeah, I never read that. I would have professors at San Diego State that would say, my office hours are here and I'll be at Monty's. Yes. And the first couple of times I went to Monty's, which was the the pub on campus, and the professor was drinking and I was asking for help, felt really socially awkward, uncomfortable. I was old enough to be in the pub, but it didn't seem, and then I got quite used to it. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was in one there because it was, uh, you know, normal, take classes, semester classes. And then I took like an intercession class, you know, because you have in the semester programs where you have like that six week period around uh, the winter break. Right. So I took a, a six week class there and it was funny because I had the same professor that I had for the semester before totally different guy in the sixth week in a totally different class. And honestly, every class we'd start off in the classroom and the end of the second half of the class, we'd be at Monty's the whole class. We're just sitting there. <laughs> oh, hanging I out. didn't have that. that yeah. been awesome. no, it was great. So that was one of my favorite classes I had. Cause we just sitting there and then have, have a beer and just chat and talk about it. It was a, it was a lit class and we just talk about whatever we supposed to right. have read That's, and stuff. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was pretty that sounds right. See, Loosen up everybody. Yeah, tell yeah, some yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah. So it was a good. lit class. So yeah. you don't get that, uh, you know, online. No, you know, not at all. You sit at home, no. drink by yourself, yes. but you know, Professor Lujan at the end of our, one of our student teaching courses was, uh, he said, we're going to have a party and he assigned it. It was all like, you're bringing this, you're bringing this, you're bringing this. And we said, Professor Lujan, what are you bringing? Oh, you'll see. Nice. And he brought a cooler full of beer and then a bottle of tequila that got passed around in, in a classroom at San Diego state. So that really felt like, I'm not sure we can do this. That was back in the day where San Diego state was like one or two on the playboy top party school. So we asked him, are we allowed to do this? He goes, I'm retiring. It doesn't matter. (laughs) No, are are we allowed to do this? Cause we're not quite done. We can't kick down. I don't care. (laughs) So Rod lives up here in North County, San Diego for the last 24 years or so. When you're heading out to get a beer, where are you going? Uh, just anywhere in downtown Vista is a, a great place to go. I just love, you know, going in, finding new local places. Um, but I've always been and kind of had a special heart for OAW. Just, you know, Mark over there was just kind of... Oceanside Aleworks. Yeah, one of those first places that, you know, having taught with him and worked with him and... Um, and he makes good beer. Yeah, and he, he makes, makes darn good beer, good beer you know. Well, it's a fun conversation. Get him talking, man. It's yeah. a good oh, yeah. time. He's yeah. got a lot of neon inside. Yeah. Oh, the, uh, this place is glowing. awesome now. Yeah, now. Let's schedule a trip back. I agree. I'm ready. San Luis Ray Red. I'm yeah. ready for some yeah. San Luis Ray Red. I like it just because he lets me pour my own beers. <laughs> <laughs> you may not want you sharing that. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's, no, a, that's just a not, talent. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, that's when he's not open. He's not <laughs> technically open to the public. <laughs> Unless he's not allowed to have someone do that when he's not open, in which case he's never he done never it. He never has done it. Because no, he is a rule yeah. follower. In my mind, this is in my mind. <laughs> if I remember. When we talked about what in your mind was a perfect beer drinking scenario, it's me pouring my own beer. That's what it's going on. Uh. Yeah, let's do that. Let's plan OAW. Let's get listeners there. And uh, we'll surprise Mark with a visit. Yeah. All right, Rod, you put that into action. Okay. Yeah. All right, Rod, we always ask everybody, and we've had a variety of different uh, answers to this question. Uh, was your dad a beer drinker? Oh, yeah. Okay. Definitely. What did he drink? My dad was a Budweiser man. Um, King of beers. So much so. I, I love my father. But he actually had... Uh, 
My parents divorced when I was younger, about nine. Uh, he was in the Air Force, career military man. His last place that he lived was out in Tonopah, Nevada, which is like right in the middle of the state. You know, see the highway. Like there's Reno up the, here. There's yeah, Vegas down here. Yeah. Tonopah is where you stop to get gas. Uh, I went out and visited him one time and like the worst Probably drive of my sell life. Budweiser there. It's possible. Yeah, but, Bud Light. <laughs> yeah. But living <laughs> out there, my dad had a personalized Nevada license plate that said a bud to go <laughs> for years. So yeah, that was my dad. You've got the license plate. You're not drinking anything else. No. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think it always helped too that, you know, my dad being an air force man, small town, you know, he was good for his drinking buddy was the chief of police out there. So right. that's how you can get away with a license plate like that. Right. right. You better have a way you're getting away with it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't have a badge, you better know someone who does. Yes. Is there any more of that Carlsbad crush left? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a little bit. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to send it over here to Doc. Thank you. Yeah. He's, he's looking parched over there. That's right. Hey, okay. A beer story. Rod, got a good beer story? You've already said a few. Well, I mean, it, it depends on how incriminating I want to be. <laughs> with the beer you can be as incriminating as you like, <laughs> as long as we're not in the story. Yeah. <laughs> well, there goes two thirds of my stories. You know? <laughs> All right, Rod's moment in beer. Oh, geez. Oh, it's kind of hard to think because that one, that one on the back stoop. That's that's a pretty good. Yeah, I mean that's that's an aha. Moment. Those moments with Doctor Clifton were always great. Um, other beer things. Well, I've I've also learned um, morning and breakfast beers with. Uh, I have a a bunch of good friends who are uh, Celtic supporters. Uh, the San Diego Celtic, uh, the Glasgow Celtic soccer team, uh, football. Excuse me. And um, going and watching matches with those, there's nothing like watching a Celtic match at six o'clock in the morning with a bunch of guys from Scotland and Ireland. You're going to be having Guinness at six o'clock. Yeah, I was going to say, were there are any options on the beer or yeah, is it Guinness? Yeah, pretty much. That's about it. <laughs> that's good. that's that's good. That's a, that's a moment in beer, right? Oh yeah, soccer soccer match early in the morning, but the beer drinking has to start. And yeah, and the. The funniest moment I had with those guys was back in the days when we used to gather, when the Stag and Lion was open. Mm -hmm. And I remembered we were there for... For people that don't live in the area, the Stag and Lion is just as classy as it sounds. Or just as was. 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 was, Just as classy Mm -hmm. as it sounds. Yeah. I mean, just classic British pub, right? Um, But we were there, the whole Celtic supporters, and I believe it was even a Celtic Rangers game. So it's going to be even more heated. And I had a student who was working there in the kitchens. <laughs> and I just remember she was working that morning. And I thought, okay, well, whatever you see or hear, <laughs> is, this is not Mr. Livingstone. This is Rod. <laughs> this is a totally different person. And I just remember there was one guy in the group, Davey. I love Davey. Davey's from Glasgow. I usually can't understand Davey until I've had a couple beers Davey, myself. Davey had already had five or six, yeah. I'm sure. And just I, by knowing Davey. Yes, and I just remember yeah. Davey yeah. just asking, like, are, are we swearing too much? Is there too much? <laughs> and I look out at my student, and she's just loving, dying. I'm, and he's, should I go apologize to her? I'm like, I'm pretty sure she's enjoying this moment. He does work at the she stag. Yes. Yeah, she does work at the stag in line. <laughs> I think we're bearing the lead, though. We've asked for a beer story, and he spent 24 years in Fresno. I think what we need is a Fresno story. Yeah. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe a beer first. 
You ready for a beer? I like another beer. Do you need to lubricate up before you're ready That's for a right, Fresno yeah. story? <laughs> so tell us about your second beer, and then I want a Fresno story. Ooh. Well, my second beer, I brought um, Ale Smith uh, Hazy 394, because I, I know fans of Hazy here, and uh, also because ever since I moved, I have learned the lesson in character, and I've become a Padres fan. Uh, when I first moved down, being in Fresno, everything is either Bay Area or L.A. We completely forget that San Diego even exists and is a part of uh, California. Ironically, I actually lived down here uh, briefly back in the 70s when Mount Laguna was controlled. It was an Air Force radar station. And my dad was the NCO up there. So we lived there for about two years. And ever since then, my mom has been the only in all of Fresno, she's the only Chargers fan <laughs> and the only Padres fan because of those two years we lived in San Diego County. So um, living in Fresno, I pretty much grew up an Oakland A's fan. And I remember the 89 World Series. Ricky Henderson was one of my all-time favorite players. I moved down here in 95. Ricky's playing for the Padres. <laughs> so I have to go and watch the Padres. And as I've always told people, Ricky Henderson brought me to the Padres, but Tony Gwynn kept me a Padres oh, fan. I have never seen a player with more class or somebody that I admire. So any beer dedicated to him, that's all good. Nice. Yeah. And 394 people don't know. That's, up over here. The, yeah. <laughs> he, almost, he almost batted 400. Batted 394, story. Tony Gwynn. So a dedic yeah. the beer's dedicated. He would have him, probably right? hit 400 if they hadn't had the strike season. There. Right. Anybody yeah. else tearing up if you haven't been to the Alesmith oh, Tony yeah. Gwynn Museum? Yeah, that's fantastic. Right at the Alesmith. There's your reason to go. So I, I've got season tickets to San Diego Aztec basketball. And everyone, everyone's got pretty much a Kawhi Leonard jersey, Aztec jersey. But uh, smattered amongst there are a few. Tony Gwynn jerseys because he was point guard for the Aztecs. Yes, so there right. you go. When I when I when Jeff and I were there, we used to go watch Aztec basketball, and they were horrible at the time. So there'd be like two hundred people yeah. to watch them, and they played at the sports arena. They didn't even play on campus, uh, but you'd go to the games, and Tony Gwynn would be there watching, nice. and he'd he'd walk up to you, you'd say hi to him, and, and yeah, yeah. it was he was really he is honestly a one of one of a guy. was a one of a kind. Yeah, I made the terrible terrible mistake. And it is a beer story, but that's not the, the story. I made the terrible mistake of having way too much to drink before a Padre game and having seats right behind home plate on a game where on one of the very few occasions that Tony Gwynn just hit, grounded it out to the shortstop and went right to the dugout. Uh -oh. In the meantime, it ate the, you know, the, the shortstop, bobbled the ball, booted it out to the left field. And Tony Gwynn's not even looking. And everyone in the dugout's pointing, and he's just walking like, oh, I am out. And and then I booed him. Oh, And that was whoa. a bad idea. In fairness, he deserved to be booed. But it's but yes, I paid a, a big price. If I was at way up at the top, people would just give me dirty looks. No, I was down in the expensive seats, and they let me know that that was inappropriate, wow. and then I could just leave. And, and they were not nice about it. And talking about booing Tony Gwynn. <laughs> All right, it was a learning moment. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah exactly. Educational podcast. You, uh, you, the shortstop was Ardonia's for the Mets. Nice. Numero zero. Yeah, Ray. Zero. Ray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah. I so. shouldn't have done. I'm just going to say I shouldn't have done that. So, Fresno story. Fresno story. Well, I mean, um, more than anything, as I think about, you know, when growing up in Fresno, we just, there's just not a lot to do. 
when you grow up in Fresno. I mean, it's all just, at least when I was a kid there. I've seen all kinds of stuff when we stopped there. Uh, in the middle of the night on road trips. I've seen all kinds of stuff going on there. Of, <laughs> oh, yes. There's a lot of tomato I, trucks. You can like have tomato wars with I've each seen other. You know? crack being smoked in the uh, bathrooms of the gas stations. Oh, uh, prostitutes anywhere. being arrested. Yeah. There's all kinds of stuff too. going on there. Yeah. Well, the one good thing we had about growing up in Fresno was there's always Bakersfield. Yeah. Oh. So, you know, it's like, you we're not so bad. That. It could be. Yeah, exactly. Ah, we so had to have some place to make fun of. But uh, no, because it's just country living you grow up and you know that's these were back in the days where yeah you could just run out in the fields my we had a fig orchard that was right across the street from where i grew up and i remember my stepbrothers and i uh, my stepbrother had a paper route and so all the the plastic bags that they would put the papers in we would put dozens of them over our feet as like boots and just go trudging out into the mud and you know slumping through and, you know, then the farmers would, you know, shoot salt pellets at you and we're running out trying to get out of the fig orchards because, you know, we're ru ruining all of their agri their uh, their irrigation ditches ah. that they had dug. You know, um, river rafting. When you think as a kid, you don't realize, well, number one, you hear all the time about people who drown in the rivers all the time in Fresno. But that doesn't stop you from, oh, yeah, still going, yeah, that's yeah. not going to happen to us. People. Yeah. And we used to have this old... They don't Big, have a raft like this. Yeah. And we had, it was one of those river rafts, like, like Indiana Jones, yeah. the beginning of Temple of Doom. For, <laughs> that's what we had. And that's the adventure we thought we were going that's to awesome. have. And my step, my stepdad helped us out. We air it up, take it down. Cause we knew a little spot where we could drop it in the river and 10 miles or not 10, five miles down as the crow flies is a railroad crossing where my stepdad was going to meet us two or three hours later. Little did we know, or, you know, because we're kids, it's the middle of July, so there's hardly any water in the river to begin with. And as I said, the railroad crossing is five miles as the crow flies, not, not as the, the river. river goes and meanders. We ended up getting lost. I think the boat popped. <laughs> we're dragging the boat across. We came up at a golf, a private golf course. Luckily, there was a couple there that, you know, gave us a ride home. But it was several hours later. Uh, my mom told us there were sheriff's helicopters looking going up and down the river <laughs> looking for us. Um, but when I think back at my age, I think I was 12 when that happened. Yeah, get on a raft and see in yeah. 10 hours. We'll meet you at yeah, the uh, exactly. bridge of the railroad crossing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a perfect plan. Right. Yeah. And my stepdad was fine with it. My mom had no idea that that was the plan. And Yeah. <laughs> this this is it's a, a good, good segue. It's a great, and it's a good story, a great, and it's, it's a great like, segue. Yeah, it's a great segue. Talon, you found this post on social media that got us talking. Yeah, and that's actually a great segue to, to what uh, that story into this. So I saw this, and it was uh, basically, you know, the, the, the headline of it was like, screw around with Gen X and find out. And so the guy posted this, and he says, I saw this on a millennial's post, and it basically says, I don't mess around with anyone over 42. They're just built different. Their families had them formally trained in something by the time they were two. They had keys to the house by age five, could cook full meals at seven, and were pretty much self-sufficient at nine. They left their house at dawn every summer morning, didn't come back till nightfall, True. and survived all day on water from garden hoses. Absolutely. Yes. I can still taste the, the water from a garden hose. Like when you think about it, when you say it, I can, mm -hmm. I get, I can you know, still, right. they, that you know, kind of has that metallic taste to on it. On top of that, I think that's delicious. Yes. No, so. And it probably isn't. That's a yeah. sense but memory for yes, me. Yes. yes. So they might get a sandwich on the off chance somebody's parents had gone shopping. 
They spent three quarters of their lives by themselves with a parent maybe checking on them twice a month. <laughs> and most of them have evaded at least one kidnapping attempt. True. And they know 15 different ways to remove blood stains from clothing. He says... They the real fuck around and find out people. <laughs> and I just thought, because I sent that to you guys, and I'm like, that is so true. Like, when you think about what we were able to do as kids and how we, we like, what the, the freedom that we had and stuff like that, that we never even did with our own, there's no way with we're, our own kids. Our and, own it's even, and it's even worse now, you know, and our kids are, are you know, graduated from college and moving on. It's it's just crazy when you think about it, you know, but how free that was. And, like, that story you just said was, was the epitome of it. Yeah, because we're all parents. So right. some things that... That were so listening about this, some things that your parents did without a thought, and you didn't, and you're here to tell the story. Boy, the way Glenn Miller played. Songs that made the hit parade. Guys like us, we had it made. Those were the days. You could just start with transportation oh, to begin with. No, Seatbelts? Yeah, that's our minute note. Right, <laughs> right in the back of a pickup. Seatbelts? <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're going camping, yeah. why would you get in the car and buckle in? Yeah. Back of the pickup's what good about for the, you. Or the station wagons where you were facing backwards. Like the two <laughs> kids in the back had the totally different trip than the rest of the family because their whole view was backwards. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then think about, I can't tell you how many times, I mean, we would be sitting in the back of those things with whatever else and we're like flipping people off yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. and then pissing people off and yeah. then like getting up and then trying to say, oh, you know, we didn't do it. We weren't doing it. Like <laughs> just the stupidest <laughs> stuff. But it's just so funny because- you know, nowadays you wouldn't even think about that. I had yeah. one one trip because we felt, and I want to hear from Doc. Doc had a big family, so I'm imagining transportation oh, yeah. issues. But we had one in a trip, road trip to Kansas, where we couldn't fit everyone in the car. So my dad said, "You okay going to the restaurant in the trunk?" And I said, <laughs> "I thought he was joking, sure, but into the trunk I went, yeah. <laughs> all the way to the restaurant, on the way back." Yeah. <laughs> well, you had a big family. Uh, how, yeah, how did we did you? some road trips, a lot of camping trips. I remember the the seats facing backwards, the back of the the station wagon. We had a hole in the bottom of our car back there. We went the, we had the best time like dropping shit out the bottom <laughs> and like like candy, just watching it bounce and hit the car behind us. <laughs> yeah, so just, just, uh, bike helmet. Uh, oh yeah, what? I didn't even know bike helmet. We didn't even know bike helmets existed. And I'm not saying you shouldn't it, no. that, that we were better because I'm just saying. But bike but, helmet. But let's be honest. Think about it this way too. Like so, bike helmet. But also think about the way we rode bikes. Like you, like it, everything was a ramp. Well, yeah, right? because evil, can we evil, had, evil, can evil. <laughs> right. right? You hunted. It. I mean, I, you know, how many people could we jump? How many cars could we jump? How, how many, many toys could you could jump? You fit on your bike. Yes, too. and right. Friends yeah. on the handlebars. Yeah. Somebody on the back. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. We used to play like this. I remember we we'd all get on our bikes and we play this. I don't remember what we called it, but we'd all just ride in a circle on the street. And basically, you'd try and knock the guy over in front of yeah. you by rubbing Daredevil. tires. Daredevil. Yeah. And just keep knocking him over. So just eat crap. So it was like constant Because we also rash. watched Speed Racer. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so. I remember just some shitty tree houses uh, we'd built that would last towards, like two, two days yeah. and they'd just fall apart. Someone yeah. fell out of it and onto yeah. the nails that were used to yeah. make right. it. Right. Treehouse yeah. is done. Yeah. Sunscreen? It wasn't a thing. Not a thing. Yeah. See, that, that's not yeah. good. Yeah. I'm just no, saying. It wasn't a thing. Paying the price now. Yeah. Uh, anybody's parents do this? You can drive a little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sit on my lap. You oh, can yeah. drive a little. Yeah, you can drive a little. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh my dad did that all the yeah. time. I remember seeing it. It might side. have been safer with your dad with yes. the bud for the road. That yes. might have just been yeah. a safer move anyway. <laughs> yeah, my dad and his buddy Jess drinking beer while driving wasn't drinking because beer's yeah. not drinking. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. That, no, that, no yeah. that's not that's good. That's a beer. It's, <laughs> it's different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember asking one time, but is that beer? Shut up. <laughs> but what, what about that? Is that beer? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, 
we talked about the he, the guy talks about in the post. What were your boundaries? Yeah. What were your boundaries? There weren't much. We had you need to be within the distance. You can hear mother yell. Yeah, and you need to be home when the street lights come on. Mm-hmm. And at and I, we can't even imagine this in the neighborhood I live in now. If at at dusk a bunch of moms just started screaming kids' names, right. I would think something has gone yeah. terribly wrong. Oh. But that was just dinner time. Mm-hmm. Every mother screaming their child's yeah. name as loud as they could. We used to just, I mean, we'd go, we, I mean, I live a group across the street from the beach. I mean, that's, we just go to the beach with no parents, nothing. And we just, and there's no lifeguards where we live. We'd climb down the cliff and you would just spend the day, you know, whatever. And, and uh, I mean, think about nowadays in terms of like the, just that, that kind of, that freedom or riding bikes. Like I would ride my bike, you'd go to the mall. That's like the thing, right? You'd ride. And I lived four miles from the mall, you know, and across busy stuff. I mean, we used to ride across the train trestle sometimes or one-on-one. And it's like just crazy when you think about the other one I was thinking about was really funny how, you know, sleepovers were always a big deal. So you'd go spend the night at some kid's house on, on a Friday, right? You go over there maybe after school and you're spending the night Friday night. And then Saturday's coming around and then you might call your parents around five that night and go, Hey, is it okay if I stay another night? And your parents yeah. are like, yep, sounds good. All right. I'll see ya. And then you, and then, so that was the only communication with your, had your parents and you're just like, I'm staying another night. And they're like, no problem. We'll see right. you tomorrow. Maybe. You, you weren't hooked to a GPS. Yeah, yeah, you didn't yeah. have a phone. No, and they had no idea. Yeah, you know, dropped off at the beach and, and, and yeah. I'll be back when I'm done with work at yeah. six tonight. Yeah. Same spot. <laughs> no water, no sunscreen. Towel. Yeah. Usually had a towel and a boogie it, yeah. board. Yeah. I don't know how we didn't, Get sick from dehydration. dehydration. Think about yeah, water wasn't even a, like you know. We even got a garden hose. <laughs> Someone has a garden hose. Dehydration. Do we have another beer? Yeah, we do. Nice. You're not enjoying our our, our stroll am. down Amnesia Lane. You know, our the other one too. I was thinking about because when you're saying as I was, I, I was even just thinking about think about school related because we all were went to school back in the the you know 80s and and, and stuff and that I mean the smoking section on campus. I know that never made sense to me. Smoking section. Remember the smoking did, section yes. on the campus? So the kids could come well, and smoke on the, their. The teachers had their lounge. I always had smoke yeah. coming out of it. Yeah. But then the kids had their own smoking area. Yeah. And yes. I'm like, you had to be, you were, technically you're supposed to be 18 to smoke, but yet you would have it on a high school campus. That just made no sense to me. Um, well, now and, I have an e-cig and no one can tell anyway. Yeah. So there but then, uh, and then I thought about too, like the, think about like, hazing right like that term now is like you get but back then it was like there was school sponsored hazing (laughs) and then there was the non-school sponsored hazing that was like if you've seen dazed and confused it was like that seriously where they're going around finding eighth graders and for us in 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 carlsbad it was you know they'd try to catch catch kids and shave their heads and do all that kind of stuff but then there was the school sponsored hazing my favorite one ever i remember freshman year because they would do that freshman orientation where you like a senior got to adopt Mm -hmm. a freshman and then they would just haze the shit out of them for a week (laughs) But it, like the announcement would always come after the first, um, you know, the first day or whatever, second day they like, you know, we appreciate seniors. We appreciate you taking uh, the freshmen out to lunch, uh, but please bring them back, you know? <laughs> so they would like take them wherever they took them in the town and then just go see you guys and then go back to school. And these poor kids are stuck Ad, downtown. Edmund was down yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah, basically yeah, a wink. Yeah. yeah. So it was just, uh, it was, I just think oh, this was kind of funny. Nowadays. I avoided most of the hazing cause I was five eleven and a half and had a deep voice and didn't look like a freshman. They'd, they'd run up to a group of us and grab three of them and leave me alone. I yeah. went, well, okay. Yeah. Um, but the one I got, I did get handcuffed to a locker at the <laughs> last day of school, or last at the end of the school day in Woodshop. Surfer Mike, a big senior, handcuffed me to one of the Woodshop lockers and left. And the te- I hadn't seen the teacher in the last half hour yeah. of class. He had wandered yeah. <laughs> Oh, you, got the, you got the bandsaw, <laughs> and the I'm table saw going, no and t-shirt. I can't reach anything. And <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like, I don't know how long I'm here, but I assume a custodian comes because the doors were open, the windows were open. So I, right. I'm trying to think, I assume someone comes back. 
Was was the teacher in the smoking room <laughs> during class? It was old Getzig, so maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's very possible. And uh, he wandered he wandered in and said, "Oh, Surfer Mike." I'm like, yeah. And he picked the lock, and I was on my Sur- way. That was my only. What are Surfer Mike's doing these days? Yeah, yeah. He's probably, I'm probably a politician. I'm a hundred percent sure if I went to downtown Carlsbad, the Golden Tee, I'd find him. Probably find him there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did, I remember thinking about that. Now that you remind me, I remember my so freshman year, you're in PE, right? And PE was all ninth and 10th graders. So all the 10th graders would grab all the ninth graders. And so it was like the week where they're issuing out lockers or whatever. So the coach, who I think it was Fisher, was Coach Fisher or whatever. Yeah. He's just sitting in his office and they've got all the rest of the, the freshmen and they're doing what they, back then they make you do that. They push pennies with your notes mm-hmm. and they were just running races. Yep. So freshmen racing each other. And if you lost, you had to go again. You know, it was like the worst thing ever. And all the skin, yeah, skin torn off the nose. Bleeding. Yeah, it's like, and, like, and the guy's just sitting there. He knew what was going on. He didn't care. You know, like I said, so it's like the, the the official and unofficial, but the unofficial wasn't, you know, even in middle school, they would do stuff like that. Yeah, you know, we progressed a little bit, I'd have to say. Yeah. <laughs> but are we tougher? I don't know. We're tough. We are a little tougher. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Can we take a sarcastic remark and let it roll off and yeah. move on? Yes, we can. Mostly. Mostly. Um, you know, even our desserts were tinged with danger. Remember those ice cream cups that were had oh, the snowballs with the with the wood, the little wooden spoon that would yeah. splinter and yeah. as you used it. Yeah, you could file it down for yeah, a shake. That could be a prison weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah you file it down for Wait, a shake. I, think we cracked a beer. I did crack a beer. This is from Chula Vista Brewery, War Plains Hazy Pale Ale. Discovered mm. this a couple weeks ago, and have been enjoying it. I'm going to pass it around. Hazy nice. Pale Ale, five point eight percent. Right up my alley. Well, not really up my alley, but. And I'm I'm excited to try it kind of side by side or in proximity to the Carlsbad Crush. The crush. It's a much lighter Ooh, beer than the Carlsbad Crush. It doesn't have like quite it. that same mosaic pop. It's got a little more of a tropical. Mm-hmm. Good. Muy bueno. Yeah, it has the tropical nose on it. It's a, and this is a brew we tried to get to while we were down in Chula right, Vista. We'll try again. Yeah. We didn't have any luck. They weren't open. We're down there on 3rd Avenue waiting, but they weren't open. Well, but we'll good. make it back. Oh, you know what it was? The World Cup was on. That's right. And we had to get somewhere just for the start of the game. I just yeah. remembered that. Yeah. Was it the U- U.S. game? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, Warplanes Hazy Pale Ale by Chula Vista Brewery. Nice. A little Tasty. lighter. Yeah. So it has that mosaic. It has that mosaic flavor. It's got the Simcoe and the Citra as well. Um, not quite the the mosaic forward as the Carlsbad Crush, but it's there. I, th- I think it's a delicious pale ale. I hope you're enjoying it. Oh, yeah. I'll check in with you in a minute oh, about that. Oh, yeah. Um, before that, Rod Rod had a request when I said asked him if he'd come on the show. And he's I, you've been doing research, I understand. I have. Uh, have you been looking for tells? <clears throat> Oh, I've been trying. If you figure but, it out, tell me. Yeah, exactly. It's you know, <laughs> He's inscrutable so far. So. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and Rod, welcome to Beer or Not a Beer, the hoppiest game show in town. Ladies and gentlemen, start your engines. Blah, 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 blah. Tonight is dedicated to Rod, who is hot. <laughs> These beers <laughs> are themed around the hot rod. Because Rod's pretty sexy over there, you know. He replaced Joe. Just let me play any footsie tonight. Ready? Rod, are you ready? I'm ready. Now we're face to face. 
Can you tell a tell from my face? <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, you haven't played before. I'm going to name four beers. One beer is not a beer. Three beers really are a beer. Which beer is not a beer? Beer number one is Hot Rod Habanero, a porter. Beer number two, Hot Rod Knob Goblin Red, a red ale. Beer number three, three-way hot rod. <laughs> rod. You ever had a three-way? <laughs> Nothing that I can remember. Right. No, yeah, How about beer number four? Hot Rod Quad. A strong. Have you ever had a four-way? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. no okay. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, which beer is not a beer? Beer number one, Hot Rod Habanero. Beer number two, Hot Rod Knob Goblin Red. Beer number three, Three-Way Hot Rod. And beer number four, Hot Rod Quad. Which beer is not a beer? Rod, who is hot? Which beer is not a beer? I'm going to go for the three-way. Three-Way Hot Rod. Talent. I want to go that route, but to me, the idea of a habanero porter just sounds disgusting. So I'm going to go number one, hot rod habanero porter. Hot rod habanero. I went the other way because a uh, habanero porter sounds like something I would. I don't want I, any chili in my porter. I, 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 that works for me. I would drink that beer. I would try that beer. I don't know if I'd finish it. It seems to me that the knob goblins have shown up more than once <laughs> yeah. on beer and not yeah. a beer. So I'm going knob goblin red. Probably smart. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, did you choose? The beer? Beer number four, no one chose, was Hot Rod Quad. That is a strong ale from Shadow Puppet Brewing in Livermore, California. Been there. Great brewery. Uh, Tom went there, too. Great brewery. Beer number one, Hot Rod oh. Habanero. Really is a beer. It's actually from Copenhagen, Denmark. <laughs> wow. So we're down to beer number two, it. Hot Rod Knob Goblin, and beer number three, three-way Hot Rod. Yes, three-way Hot Rod. Really is a beer. Sorry, Rod. From Side Bay from Pulpit Rock Brew in Decorah, Iowa. Nob of course, <laughs> yes. That's uh, the tale. From influencer here. has a memory. Okay, right. <laughs> Hot Rod Knob Goblin. I think we've had Knob Goblins. I'm just going to be looking for Knob Goblins. It's not a beer that I made up. Oh, well Rod, join us next time for beer or not a beer. It's hard, huh? Rod, you're over just like me. You're over just like me. That's fine. Mm. Mm. Thank you, doctor. Hey, we gotta we gotta score some beers score real quick beers. here before we uh, uh, sign out. Uh, we had Carlsbad Crush, perennial favorite of the team. We've scored this recently. We have already said this is a Shawshank beer. Yeah. Thank you for bringing this. Thank you, Rod. Hazy three ninety four. We had on our second or third episode. Really. Way back in the day, it was 4th of July, and we were recording at my kitchen table, which we realized cannot work because we have a very loud bird and loud cats and a dog, and that only worked once. So I do remember we have it. What do you think of Hazy 394? Gosh, you know, it's such a classic, but compared to Crush, I'm going to go uh, 4.8. Okay. Rod? Well, having never rated a beer before, but both of these I love— so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a five on both yeah, of them. Why, why you're never yeah, gonna pass them up. Go five too. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Okay. You? I, I I to be honest with you, I go four on the hazy. I like the the traditional regular yeah three ninety four better. 
Same. Yeah. So. Same, same, no, same. I, I actually like the hazy one better. Well, yeah. you're... Yeah. Of course. You can put hazy hobnob on one. This surprise anyone. Hazy knob goblin is probably one of your favorite beers. hazy. I can just see the hazy knob goblin coming out next. In fact, I think that's one of the next beer I make is going to be called the hazy knob goblin. And we had Chula Vista Brewery War Plains Hazy Pale Ale. Um, that's their Mosaic Simcoe Citra Pale. I really liked it. It's a little, on the little lighter side. I'm going to go, you know, I guess it's right up my alley. I'm going to go 475. Very good. Right. Yeah, I, I like that light flavor to it. Um, yeah, at least a 475 also. I'm there with Doc. Yep. I'm a 45. I really like four it. 45 for me. All great beers. Hey, Will. What's against your lips? It's so good. Hey Rod, thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks, thanks for sharing for your stories and your beers. Oh, thanks for having me. We're gonna. I'm excited. We're gonna go to a, on a field trip to OAW. Yeah. Hey, but, maybe we can all go to Fresno too. And go to Fresno. <laughs> I, I think we need. Oh, I can't we wait to for you guys to talk about the trip Rod. to Fresno. Yeah. <laughs> I was born in Fresno. Yeah, I'm I, sorry. I made some points that. <laughs> Sometimes you got to keep back my home. distance. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if they want me. Home. I don't know if I want them. Yeah. Listeners, thank you for spending the hour with us. Remember, just a moment to rate us, review us, wherever you get our podcast. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Go to the website, ilikebeerthepodcast.com. We'd love to keep drinking, but right now, we got to run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. All we need is a 10 and a 5 or a car and a key and a sober driver. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run.